0: Cheers. Harvest Wine Weekend is upon us, Jeremy. It is one of the three big special weekends in Paso Wine Country, and it is my favorite one. I mean, I love fall, and I've always loved Harvest Wine Weekend. There's just so many fun things
1: happening. I mean, I I hate to take anything away from the spring and the big festival in the park and, uh, you know, other parts of the year, but Harvest is just the best. Everybody's working so hard to get all this great fruit in to get everything done. And, uh, you know, this year's kind of interesting because of the weather, and, and I know it's a little bit of a, of a late harvest, but the party doesn't stop just
0: because the work isn't complete, right? Yeah, not at all. In fact, um, it's been interesting to, like, talk to different folks, see how this harvest, this 2021 harvest, sort of, like, the first looks at it. Uh, we got a couple of folks that are going to help enlighten us to that. Also, uh, we have Paso Wine in the house. we got Jen Bravo. What's up, we Jen? Got, what's up, Jen Bravo? How are you?
2: What's up, guys? Good. We're all great.
0: Happy Monday! Monday. Happy Monday. We're all virtual. We got Jeff Faber from Opalo. (laughs) Opalo. What is up, Jeff Faber? Good to see you, my man.
3: Good to see you too.
0: And then uh, Kane Thompson from Robert Hall Winery. He is the managing director. It's always good to catch up with you, Kane. How you been? Good. Good. Hey, guys. Great
4: to see you.
1: Great to see you guys as well. So obviously I know this is a big weekend for you guys. Uh you know, everything is happening right now between, you know, getting the fruit in, getting it put to bed and, you know, having this big party and introducing people to what this industry and what this business is really all about. Um yeah. you know, I know I know both you guys have a couple of big events to talk about, but let's start with Jen Bravo real quick here. I um, mean, you know, this is an interesting year with the Paso Robles Wine Country Alliance and coming out of different mandates and it's hard to keep track where we're at every day. Day. But the nice thing is the is such a great resource for people wherever they're going to head this weekend to kind of plug in what they're looking for.
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely passowine.com. We've got a page just for Harvest Wine Weekend. I mean, it is the most exciting time of the year regardless. I mean, the weather's changing. You, The wineries, they're still bringing in fruit. So it's a really good opportunity for people to come out definitely this weekend for Harvest Wine Weekend or in the coming weeks too, come midweek locals come midweek for sure it's your opportunity you're going to be at these wineries tasting and seeing you know the process and see the winemaker and see the crew and it's really a fun opportunity to get kind of a behind the scenes look so for this weekend um you know the 15th or 17th and beyond there's Over 100, probably even over 150 different events happening at individual wineries. So there's no, like, grand tasting, if you will. But all the wineries have something really cool and special going on, so something for everybody. And like Adam said, you can search by live music, dinner, uh, grape stomping, you name it.
0: Yeah, you know, um, that is really a helpful tip. That midweek tip for where Paso is right now is so important. If you can come midweek, you will really heighten uh, your opportunity to do so much more because, man, the weekends, I mean, just was, trying to get a table down. Uh, yeah. Like, what happened to yeah. my Paso, man? It is
1: it is—it's <laughs> popular. Well,
2: the thing is now like. There's, it used to be where just the weekends was the only time, like Saturday or Sunday, you could go to a winery and there was like, you know, they are open late or they had live music. Well, our wineries are really smart and they know that people are coming midweek. So you can find those things happening like during the week too on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, Thursday.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. PassOnWine.com, like Jen said, great resource. Check it all out. Uh, Jeff Faber, now, you know, Jeremy and I have been at your um, harvest party on Friday night. You do it Friday and Saturday. That's correct. On top of that, majestic hill, we've been there like a few times, (laughs) twelve years in a row. I mean, we just—it is a staple. It is uh, one of the best nights around, and you prove that Opalo knows how to party. Yeah,
3: you know, and I I keep saying this, right? Is that we're only as good as the people that we're surrounded by, right? And I think one of the greatest things about this region—and I really mean this sincerely, right—is that. People here understand the brevity and the beauty of being alive, right? And what to celebrate every single day. So all of us have a chance to put something in a bottle and shine, right? But it's the people that are enjoying it. That's where we really see, you know, the, the the return on the investment from growing the grapes to putting it in a bottle and, and putting a label on it, right? But what does, what does it mean? You know, why do people come out to this area now to explore? And, you know, there's, there's so many conversations to have, but at the end of the day, Uh, That particular event for me, and you guys know this because you've been up there and lots of people have been there before, um, that it's a celebration of life, right? It's an opportunity to say, I was here today, right? And don't forget the pudding. Don't forget the pie. Don't forget to bring your very best, whatever that may look like, right, on any given day. But it's a chance for just a few precious hours to... Put aside, you know, politics, economics, religion, the environment, the whole nine yards, all conversations, and only smile. And if you ever had a smile that went from your cheeks all the way down to your toes, that's what that event is. And there's so many things we
1: love about the event, but one of my favorite things is is the entire Opolo family is there. I mean, you know, yeah. normally you go into the tasting room, you're going to meet those people. Uh, you're going to meet Jeff because he's there, uh, quite a bit. And it's hard to miss that big voice. Uh, but the owners are there. Uh, you know, the, the, the winemaker's there. The analogist is there. I mean, the marketing department is there. I mean, the entire family is there. They're pouring. And, and, you know, if you're, if you're a club member, obviously you've probably met a few extra people. But if you've just gone to Opalo because you like the environment and the fun, it's, it's on steroids that weekend.
3: Yeah, it's pretty cool, and it's funny. I, I love how you, when you phrase it that way—that the whole family is going to be there—because that's how we feel when people show up. We feel like the community is our family, right? And that's that's how that's what warms us. That's what gives us our energy. That's what what drives this whole party. And so the food, you know, we we've worked for days making the food, and and then you know, I, I'm being very honest. We always start the whole event out with a shot of vodka
0: um we're okay with that we're, we're <laughs> yeah. fine with that we're okay it's with that
3: a, here we go again everybody right you <laughs> know well,
0: you know if you have been able to go or, or have a ticket that's fantastic the uh-huh. event is long sold out but Opalo has a lot of activities going on through the weekend you've made yourself that huge patio over the last several years of you made the food really a staple you've got the distillery and they're all they're all firing on all cylinders for harvest wine weekend
3: yeah, you know, this is and I mean this sincerely, right? So if anybody ever watches Netflix or Amazon or any, if you even go to a to wine country anywhere around the planet, they always have magazines that showcase the vines. Right. Um, and but most people don't feel like they can go there. They don't feel like they're supposed to go there. So from my standpoint, you know, tasting rooms are the last place in the in the process that people should go. It's like the last part of the step. Uh, they should be able to be outside taste what they want to, and then go to a tasting room to have an experience on the exit. Because what happens, you end up buying a lot of tchotchkes, which are nice, books, olive oil, chocolates and stuff. But that's not what you really went for. It's nice to have, but not the reason why you're there. Mm-hmm. And so for the weekend or just during the regular work week, we make the vineyards accessible. We have walking trails for people to get out there. You know, and my favorite thing I have to do anytime during this season is to get people up into the vines make them feel like they're the ones that are in the movies right and taste some grapes taste some raisins taste it out of a bottle you know, have people kiss making out is one of the greatest parts about drinking wine in this area you're supposed to get loose and relax and smile some more so yeah it's accessible yeah the event's sold out but the vineyard's wide open Pizzas, homemade Serbian lamb sausage, and the opportunity for people to clear their heads of all the noise that's going on, and just be themselves.
0: I love it. Um, I'm sure there'll be people making out at Robert Hall, Kane, you'll attest to this. <laughs> also, there's making out going on there too. <laughs> what's so interesting about what Robert Hall is doing, and I've only heard this, I mean, you don't hear this at a lot of different places, so I'm kind of wondering how Harvest is looking for you, and of course, we'll talk about what's happening this weekend, but this idea of regenerative farming, this is something that you guys are really uh, waving your flag on now. It's really special. It's more than uh, just being sustainable because we're actually trying to get, we're actually trying to give back put stuff back there.
4: Yeah, completely. And it's uh, uh, a third of our vineyard's been converted to regenerative farming, so it's been an amazing project to be involved in, and just seeing uh, some of the difference in the canopy all through the season. Now starting to see it in the fruit, and we're just pre harvest. We're about a week to ten days off harvesting the block and. Like they say the proofs in the pudding um, but the, the fruit looks amazing so we're really encouraged by this form of farming removes herbicide removes insecticides and it forces you to think of a different way to farm like without some of those uh, conventional tools and then also uh, in regards to planning of beneficial cover crops to pull carbon uh, out of the atmosphere as well, and then incorporating animals into the uh, uh, into the vineyard as well at certain certain times, so it's a very much a, a holistic way of growing um, but it's it's doing good as well it's a, it's pulling things out that are fairly detrimental and using uh, beneficial uh, soft products to control uh, pests and disease so we're really encouraged by how the vineyard's looking and really optimistic about uh, this movement uh, going forward.
1: We've seen this done you know, in, in other vineyards and it's really quite the undertaking. It's not like we're just gonna decide that we're gonna do this one day. I mean, you talk about animals, you talk about the different ways that you're going to think about how you grow the fruit and how you manage these mm-hmm. vineyards. Talk about that a little bit, I mean.
4: Yeah, uh, like, uh, a great example is uh, for the listeners out there, one, one of the big pests in, in grapes in viticulture is a mealybug. And so merely bug is a little bug and um, it can replicate really quickly but it can spread this virus through vineyards fairly quickly called leaf roll virus uh, type 3 and usually you're, in conventional viticulture you're using insecticides to kill this um, kill this bug whereas in regenerative you've got to think differently you can't use those in- insecticides so what we're doing is we're identifying predators uh, natural predators of a pest. So for mealybug, there's this predator called uh, mealybug destroyer, and so we what a perfect with, name. Yeah, I know <laughs> I I am mealybug know. destroyer. That's so you great. You can just imagine these scientists <laughs> sitting around a circle. Of, what are we going to name this? Right. mealybug destroyer. Right, um, and so we're working with an insectary to uh, grow these mealybug destroyers, and uh, then also partnering with a, a drone company, and so. Uh, we bring the melee uh, bug destroyer and the drone out to the vineyard, and they fly this flight path over the vineyard and drop these little melee bug destroyers out of the drones. Pew, pew, pew. These little parachutes and AK forty seven, right? Yeah, <laughs> like Black Hawk down. <laughs> it is it's Like Black Hawk down. <laughs> it's yeah. like you the have like much Schwarzenegger
3: accents? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, there's so like, a
4: meter bug. Yeah, first role is to find shelter. And so they find shelter, and then they basically go this, uh, seek and search wow. this and story mission to, cool. um, to target Mealybug. And the beauty of nature is that nature will uh, only bring a, a population into balance. Otherwise, it could be an unsuccessful uh, Insect, and so it's just an example of a completely different way of thinking. And these mealybug destroyer going down into these underground caverns and feeding on the mealybug destroyer, and it's bringing our uh, population down, or uh, without using insecticides. So a mealybug destroyer is an, actually it's another insect. Yeah, it's another insect, but it uh, it just looks and mimics uh, a mealybug. Okay. So it looks That's like true. a mealybug, but it just uh, it's yeah. it's a different
1: uh uh, this is the first growth time, growth time I've heard about Mealybug Destroyer, so, so I'm very interested in this. Yeah, cause yeah, you know, yeah. we talk about worm tea and, you know, goats, you know, yeah, eating yeah. The vegetation. and
4: so Yeah, so that's an example. Then within regenerative viticulture, uh, there's a whole lot of other teas and preparations that were uh, that were supplementing and to put into the canopy and into the soil and composting, all in, uh, in in the motion of increasing organic metal levels and creating a healthier soil for has to grow grapes in, which transpires into to uh, a uh, healthier fruit that's going into the winery. Right.
0: That's King Thompson. He's the managing director at Robert Hall. They're on the east side. Um, this weekend, I know you guys have been doing your pairings. You guys have also really kind of enveloped food, and your food game is really, really good over there, Robert Hall. You guys are doing some really cool stuff, and the pairings have been a, really a smash hit. Um, what are we doing this weekend, and how do we get involved in these pairings?
4: Yeah, yeah, thank you. The pairings have been a great hit. We've got an executive uh, chef, Mike Learned, and the culinary team, and we're basically pairing uh, every 60 days. It's a new pairing, uh, seasonal, local, uh, organically sourced, and the small plates paired with with our wines. You get four wines paired with four local seasonal organic dishes, uh, Wednesday through Sunday, phenomenal uh, experience for $49. Um, But this weekend, we're actually celebrating... uh, 20 years of Cabernet winemaking at Robert Hall, and uh, it's a, a big celebration for us. Uh, Don Brady, our founding winemakers, uh, been here from the start, and uh, we've got a special wine that we're releasing, our Reserve uh, 2017 uh, Cabin Select Cabernet Select. Uh, it's a, our highest end wine we've ever ever produced, at like 95 a bottle, 9, 950 bottles produced. Um so we're uh, tasting that on Friday evening a big kickoff for Harvest Souris. Uh we've got uh the Brass Factory uh playing a nine piece uh nine piece band. Oh, cool. um, and there's a whole lot of uh, uh small plates and uh hors d'oeuvres uh at that evening as well while live music's being played and tasting this uh new release uh 2017 Reserve Cab. As that well. so sounds good. It's super fun. Yeah, See that's that's
0: that's what we're remiss to deal with when uh, we're not in the same room together is tasting that that yeah, 17. Yeah,
4: completely. Yeah, so, really, really, really
0: with it. Jen, what are you hearing? I'm, I mean, you obviously have your, your finger on the pulse of a lot of what's going on at yeah. the different wineries. So some other cool things happening in Paso Wine Country this weekend, I imagine.
2: Yeah, there's... I. You know, you could probably still get tickets too. There's a lot of really cool wine dinners happening. There's like crab boils. I was just seeing a Sextant is doing this, Sextant Winery is doing this awesome crab dinner. I was kind of eyeballing. Um, there's, I'm probably going to head up to Locatelli for the afternoon. They've got some live music playing. I love those guys out there. It's just really kind of relaxed and chill. I might pop by my friends and see uh, at Crow. They've always had something cool going on. Um, yeah, there's there's so much literally. PasoWine.com, you can just see it all and kind of pick and choose from, you know, what feels good.
0: So Jeremy, like Chris and and Joel, they're they're pimping Paso on the East Coast and like the big cities, like New York and and Washington. They're doing oh, wow. that right now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Have you talked about yeah, how we they? Are.
2: we currently yeah, Joel and Chris in New York. Um, right now, and then they'll be in DC in two days. We have our Paso Wine Big Cities tour, so we're out there with twenty plus brands and uh, with wine trade and media. So they're 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 there, and I I get to do all the wine the festivities here. For
1: them. <laughs> they left you to do yeah. all the work, huh? PasoWine dot <laughs> com. Um, you know, we talk about it's a great place to figure out kind of where you want to go. Uh, we talk about if you're looking for somewhere with live music, you can search that way. So it's just going to bring up uh, wineries that will be doing live music. Of course, dinners. There, there's so, pet-friendly wineries. There's, there's a number, and that number keeps growing every day, of places you can take your pets, uh, probably on a leash, of course. But I noticed that you guys are doing other things as well if you're looking for accommodations. I mean, if you're looking at a staycation maybe for Paso Harvest Wine Weekend because you know you're going to be indulging and you kind of want to live that Paso experience for the weekend, you can do it right there as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a great point. And, yeah, come early or, you know, come later in the weekend and roll into early midweek. That's, like, my big, big tip is come Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like, absolutely, you're going to get still an amazing experience, um, and you won't have to deal with as many people.
0: You know, one thing we've been talking about the last couple of years, Jeremy, with the rise in, like, the restaurant and the culinary game, like, um, we went to LPC last night. And just had a great dinner. They're so good. Um, is the the accommodations. I mean with things like the piccolo and then the stables, oh. there's really something for everybody. I had friends that came in this weekend and stayed at that Oxford Suites. Oh, not they look on
2: it- Yeah, our our journalist guy we set up, right? That yeah. place is a- Badass. It's beautiful. Yeah. It is well, killer. Hill, huge, I'm a huge fan of Spring Hill Suites, too, right there.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've stayed there. I love oh, these little yeah. staycations. You can go there, live it's local, that's drive that's up like the hill. Yeah, like, totally. You restaurants too. Yeah. So, rad. Yeah, that's a really good point. there's a lot of places to stay.
1: We're talking about, uh, Paso, uh, Harvest Wine Weekend. It's coming up. Uh, if you haven't made your accommodations yet, if you haven't made your reservations yet, you should start thinking about doing that right now. We were talking to Jeff and the, the weekend on the hill is, is already booked up, but they're, they're still open all the way through Thursday where you can come in and you can enjoy so many of the festivities. I think Jen, what you said about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I mean, that's probably the best time to experience Paso because most of the people have come for the weekend. They've, they've, uh, <laughs> they've headed back. So you're not going to have to deal with all the different people, but I'm real curious. Talk to both uh, you, Kane. And what's going on at Robert Hall and what's going on at Opolo. What's new for twenty twenty two twenty twenty one is we because I mean we we missed all this last year because of this pandemic that we've been yeah. dealing with.
4: Yeah, yeah. The, 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 totally. Uh, so we've got a significant landscaping project underway at Robert Hall. So the whole <laughs> western terrace is being completely re landscaped for club members, and then the back uh, amphitheater is being re landscaped as well. So we've got these beautiful uh, 100-year-old olive trees that have been uh, put into the back uh, area of the amphitheater. So it's just it's beautiful outdoor seating area. And then the Western Terraces, all outdoor fire pits, outdoor water features. It's just uh, beautiful. And then to Jen's point, uh, visiting outside of, like, friday saturday sunday of harvest weekend and this goes all through the year we're doing tours down into our underground caverns where you can actually taste uh, taste the wines out of barrel the wines coming down the down the pipeline um, and then also vineyard uh, tours as well on our uh, electric vehicles we can tour through the vineyards learn about Powerso, learn about robert hall and then also learn about regenerative farming right there in the vineyard and taste Right on the vineyard where the where the fruit's grown, so a uh, number of like new and cool things in the in the pipeline for us
0: that's cool because those are uh, like a little electric bikes or something or what
4: it's a like an electric uh off-road vehicle whoa so, yeah, oh, that's, cool. that's
0: pretty rad yeah.
4: do i get to drive yeah. <laughs> we've, seen,
0: we've seen that go wrong
1: before <laughs> <laughs> no comments favor i think you were there for that one yeah. so what's what's uh new what's been happening in the past year out at opolo
3: I was about to say we have a uh, jetpacks now to take you across the hill. Yeah, right. <laughs> we get you right on the top of the hill and shoot. Yeah, we, we don't just tell you it's eleven miles to the ocean. We we get you there. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that is not true. Um, I think the thing that you know, aside from the aesthetics, where we, we put in a you know a water feature and expanded the patio which really is a testimonial to the amount of foot traffic coming through the area, right? Where, you know, 14 years ago, it used to be the the far out winery region, Nobody was coming out during the regular work week. It was only on the weekends only.
0: Oh, we would um, come out there. It was like you'd walk in the tasting room. It was just pictures. It was posters of all their events um, yes. in the background. Yeah. And then it was two barrels with a piece of wood. Yeah, there was There's a little piece wood. wood. That was the tasting yeah, room. Exactly
3: right. I mean, it's no axe. We used yeah. to have that hand axe that showed with a big thing of cork that comes off the trees. Yeah. But uh, I think the biggest change, you know, and I think probably the most important one was showcasing how we could bring. The vineyard experience to somebody anywhere on the planet, and it's something because not everybody has the opportunity to get to Paso Robles, right? There are a lot of a lot of stories about people that were planning on coming. Something happened to one person in the group, and they they're going to hold off until that person is healthy enough to come out, right? So, we're like, what could we do? So we started, which again is not new for a lot of people, but the home tasting experience or a corporate tasting experience, where we're you know showcasing. You know what it would be like for them if they could be there but more importantly making them feel that it's just beyond the tasting in a glass you know it's so easy to send a little bottle out to somebody and say now we're going to taste the cabernet what do you find you know it's just like oh my god it's so you know that stuff has no interest to us what we're trying to do is say okay see how it feels in your mouth what are we celebrating today this is a great wine that pairs with you know a movie this or that you know or spaghetti and meatballs pizza whatever it is giving them something to really you know understand what the region represents and what opolo represents obviously but more importantly just making them feel like they had an experience right and we're able to do this now and that's such a big deal um because again not everybody can get out to this and it's so wonderful people will hear your broadcast all over the place and it sounds amazing because it is amazing so for those folks who can't get the harvest weekend we like to be able to bring it to them and so that that's one of my favorite things that we've been able to do do you You have any any new
0: releases as far as wines or some fun things that are coming down the pike
3: Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's to us. You know, we're always causing trouble. You know, so it's like now the Mountain Zinfandel, you know, has gone like and got itself all these scores. And it's people that never tried it before are like, oh, my gosh, what the heck is that? That's amazing. The Cabernet is just exquisite now. And so, you know, we have two different types of cab that are in the market. So we have the estate cab and a more affordable version called Summit Creek. And so it's allowing people across the United States to experience different ways of growing Cabernet and different flavor profiles. So in Texas, the Summit uh, Creek Cab can do really, really well when it's hot outside, right? And when you want to snuggle on the couch, when it occasionally, like it did last year in Texas, get cold and icy, and you want to have a nice date night, you grab the estate cab because that's a couch cuddler, you know? That, that's That's one to kind of cuddle up with somebody and just say, you look good.
0: Yeah, Jeremy, um, I've done that. We've done that with that cab.
3: I well, I've heard that. You know, Not together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just taking you there. Know. But but the truth is is that the the product line uh, remains robust. You know, and we're only as good as the last crop that we had. We always will say we're farmers first at Opalo, and that you know our goal is to make sure that it's smooth creamy, consistent, and then it excites you, right? So the blends are amazing. The single varietals are amazing. And we always encourage people to come on by. And of course, take the the distilled spirits as well, because all of that, to answer your question, is part of the Opala story.
1: You know, I, I love that you talk about experiences a little bit, Kane. I'll let you talk a little bit about what you guys are doing at Robert Hall. I mean, you brought up the electric, uh, you know, off-road vehicles. It'll give you tours through the vineyards. But this is the, the whole—just come on in and taste our wines. That was that was so ten years ago. Now we're we want yep. you to experience Paso Robles and this area because it's so much more than just about what's in the glass. Because it takes a lot to get there.
4: Yeah, completely. And I think uh, now people particularly uh, coming out of the period that we've just been through, they want more than just a wine tasting when they come to Paso. They do want an experience. So uh, you've got to be offering more in terms of more interesting things and activities to do uh, to whet that appetite. And so when people come and they can experience touring the caverns and tasting out a barrel and pulling wine out of the barrel themselves or going into a a vineyard and seeing how uh, food is growing, or they get to taste through uh, uh, wines paired like uh, paired with local seasonal uh, organic dishes, like the best of Paso cuisine-wise paired with your wines. Uh, it's a really incredible experience that you leave going, wow, like what just happened? We were down tasting wine out of barrels. We were sitting around a vineyard on an electric vehicle. We had this amazing like paired experience. And so uh, when you can... Uh, do some of those things i think that's when people yeah uh, they, they want to visit they want to stay for longer and they want to come to paso and so what's great about paso is that everyone's just upping their game and if you're a visitor coming from uh, wherever you're coming from you can have these incredible experiences all across wine country because um we're, we want people to come here yeah and Everyone's just—they've lifted the game.
0: Yeah, the experiences are really second to none. They really make it what you know, along with the people, so special. Uh, that's Kane Thompson from Robert Hall. We also got Jeff Faber from Opalo. Jen Bravo is here uh, from Paso Y. Now I know when you know, a lot of organizations, uh, maybe things in twenty-one were a little bit tempered because of you know twenty, but. There's a lot of talk about 22, and a lot of folks have grand visions of what 22 beholds. Have you guys been talking with Impasso Wine of what you want 22 to look like? And are there any little sneak teases or peaks that we can get into the minds of you crazy people over there in Paso Wine and how we're gonna build Passo up in 22?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and during 2020 and 2021, we actually you know, we couldn't have large scale events, but we had a lot of new things going on too. Uh, We uh, refreshed and we did the website. We've been doing a ton of video work. We're working on a really kick-ass brand video right now. Uh, Chris and I do the weekly Paso Wine Hours. I don't know if you guys have heard, we also have an amazing podcast called Where Wine Takes You, (laughs) which uh, is every other week, which is a huge success. Um, and then right now we get to do Harvest Wine Weekend, which we're super stoked. For 2022, we are already—I'm like in the depths of planning. So we will have Blend Fest on the coast is coming back.
0: Cool.
2: Super, wow. super, super. Awesome. Stoked for that. That's February 24th through 27th. There's going to be like coastal excursions and winemaker dinners, wow. and then the big walk around tasting at Ocean Point Ranch. Um, Vintage Paso will be back with a new little flip to it. Stay tuned for that, March 18th through 20th. And then Past Rebels Wine Festival will also be back. Um, planning that right now, and it's going to be bigger and better and more exciting than ever. May 19th through the 22nd. Wow. And then all of a sudden, we'll be back here again next year, guys. Right, I'm
1: kidding, before, <laughs> before we so. know it. Yeah, I heard, um, I heard that we'll you guys... in
2: San Diego in uh, a, a month, the San Diego um, Bay Wine and Food Festival. That just came about this week, so lots happening.
1: Cool. Paso is going to be the first one to be on the Blue Origin to go to space with... Uh, <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Uh, a, a, yeah.
1: yeah, and is that is that something that we could bid on in an auction or...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, least, oh you will probably have another wine country auction this year too i should probably that was really
1: cool that was that worked really well that was isn't it wild there's a lot of money that now it's like anybody who's a billionaire can have a rocket and they can just go to space and i know what was it last year i think there was an apple wine that ended up going to space uh for the That's first crazy. time oh really they took a bottle up with it uh, yeah yeah so i mean this is something you can look into jen i mean yeah put I I mean, in I space it,
2: i mean actually so adam really funny like We had our wine country auction in May because we didn't have wine festival. It was a great, went to our scholarship program, killer lots, raised a ton of money. So I've been kind of like the concierge to the people who won packages and who've been coming here. So this week, this weekend, actually, this couple is here from Kansas, okay? Never been to Paso. They heard about it because they got on the Tobin James email list. Tobin James emailed them about the auction. They bid on something else. They've been here all week. Like doing the whole Paso thing experiences. I'm gonna take them out for wine tomorrow. Like wow, so cool. I know. Wow. They were like it Gironada yesterday and Classy, and today I think they're going to like Midnight Cellars and.
0: Cool. So
2: yeah, that's so it's really fun cool.
0: when you hear people that are making that <laughs> first trip. I mean, we're so lucky yeah. to live here and to see, you know, like what Kane and Jeff have been talking about with their respective brands. That so, I mean, this happens all the time where we live. Uh But for so many people, just to, like, step into a vineyard row or to yep. get a, a behind-the-scenes look at a barrel and see them take this, you know, what Jeremy calls the turkey baster and, you know, pull some wine out of it and pour it in your glass. I mean, this is, like, magical, but what we're offering to folks here and uh, really, really special, that's really neat. Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, okay, so here we are. We're at Harvest Wine Weekend. Like we said, passowine.com. Great source to get to, to plan your weekend if you haven't done it already. Things are happening. People can get out. You can enjoy these events. There's still dinners, tickets available to dinners. I guarantee there's still plenty of opportunities for you to get out there and enjoy something this Harvest Wine Weekend. Uh, get out to Opolo if you haven't been there before. I, I'd be very surprised. But, uh, you know, their dinners may be sold out Friday and Saturday, but they're open throughout the entire week. And that's a great time to get out there and experience what they have going on uh right? Yep. opolo
4: right favor
3: opolo, O-P-O-L-O. opolo.com opolo.com no. and then of oh, course
1: robert no. hall oh, 46 no. east in paso robles you can't miss that big beautiful brick building on the right
4: as you head uh east there kane yeah yeah totally come out and see us for sure what's We're- the
0: website robert Hallwinery.com? yeah robert Awesome. Get on some of those pairings and check out something for Harvest Wine Weekend. And if you have any kind of uh, you're wondering what to do next, PasoWine.com is a great place to start. Uh, Jim Bravo, any final thoughts for Harvest Wine Weekend, my friend?
2: Uh, yeah, if you guys are out and about this weekend, hashtag Paso. HWW Harvest Wine Weekend, and um, we get so we get to see all the fun goes into a photo gallery blog, and it's a lot of fun to share those. So, cool. hashtag Paso Wine
0: Paso HWW. Did I get that right? Yeah, <laughs> Paso HWW
2: two Ws. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Listen to our podcast. Uh, yeah, thanks for supporting us.
0: Paso us. Wine. All right, cheers, guys. Wine. Cheers, guys. Jeff, Kane, Jim, cheers, Bravo. God. Cheers. We love you guys. guys. Salute. Guys, thanks. On the go. Thanks oh. for out. Cheers. It's the Cork <laughs> Dorks on
1: the Crush 92.5, the perfect blend.